If your company has bad debt, consider assigning your accounts to Murticon. M-E-R-T-I-C-O-N dot com. Murticon, global leader in collections. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Please hit that subscribe button and that notification bell and be notified to all our future videos. Welcome everyone to another episode of the show, Chuck Graham Show. Welcome. If you if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Hit that notification bell. I think I said that in the in the first part of the video, but we need your subscription. I like doing this. It's fun. I don't make any money off of it, but it's still a lot of fun. I wanted to touch base on something that I came across today, and it's a Harvard study on back in 2015. It was to deal with uh, gun violence and and whether or not you know having a gun was a uh, a uh, deterrent for um, you know gun violence and if it, if if there was far more guns being used as um, in self defense. And so I wanted to touch base on that today because that is a topic that really gets under my skin. And this is why it gets under my skin. I want to read you something uh, that has to do with, uh, in 2017, this is coming from vpc.org. In 2017, for every justifiable homicide in the U.S. involving a gun, guns were used in 35 criminal homicides. Okay. Now, what they're saying is, is that guns are being used a lot more times in murders than they are justifiable homicides in self-defense. In other words, they're saying that self-defense, you have to shoot someone. There has to be a justifiable homicide or there has to be some sort of shooting. 90% of the time, when you brandish that weapon, the criminal runs off. I know from experience. I mean, not to mention, I've dealt with criminals before quite a few times, you know. And unless you have dealt with criminals, you don't fucking know. I don't care what they did in their study. The point being is is this, even in my own life, even in even when after I was no longer a cop, I had two crackheads pull up in my driveway wanting gas. And I asked them, as I kick the safety off my 9mm Beretta with 16 rounds in the chamber, do I look like a fucking Exxon? And they backed their ass out of my driveway and moved on to the most e to another easier target. My point being is this. Guns far more deter than they do actually you having to use it to shoot someone. Because I'm telling you, in the middle of the night... When someone breaks a window out of your house and comes into your, your home and they hear that distinctive rack of a pump shotgun, they are gone. You hear me? Most of the time, they're going to be gone anyway. If they even hear you, they're going to be gone. Criminals are not brave people. Most of the time, criminals are not brave, folks. They're not these, uh, this is not the movies, Okay. This is not Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12, 13, 14, whatever. It's not that. Criminals are not brave. They take the path of least resistance. They're like wild animals. They do not want to get hurt in the commission of a felony. And most burglars and criminals don't want to kill you. Don't even want to shoot you. 
Now, if you're having somebody come in like, I don't know, Israel Keys that's that's going to murder you, then, yeah, you might end up in a firefight. But even with people like those people, you're not going to end up in a in a blazing shootout like you would see in the movies. Um, what you'll end up with is you shooting at them as they're, they may be shooting back at you as they're running down your driveway. They don't, they don't, this is not, if they were that brave, even serial killers, they're not brave people. They're opportunists. They pick on the weak and the vulnerable. And that's what they do. Sorry to say, but that's what they do. You know, the fact of the matter is, um, if, you know, if, if someone brandishes a, a, a weapon, the criminals are going to leave. I had another incident, and and uh, I didn't have my Beretta at the time. I carry a Walter PPK, 9mm short, almost everywhere I go. And I had a guy on the back side of my property when we had an old house down there. And I walked down to the house, and I saw him standing on the front porch. And I asked him politely, and I quote, as I kicked the safety off my Walter PPK, what the fuck are you doing on my property? Oh, I, I was getting out of the rain. I said, you won't fucking melt. You have about two seconds to get your fucking ass off my property. And he left. And before he left, I got his name. Well, in the type of business I'm in, I ran him to see if he had any criminal history. And he did. He just got out of the state pen. <laughs> but it's just one of those things, man. You you can't. Let me tell you something. I'm always like on hyper alert when I deal with people that I don't know. And it's just, I don't know. I've just always been that way. It's not the fact that I was a cop. It was just the fact that I've always been that way. If I don't know you, I probably don't want to know you. And I'll help you. I'll call the police. They can help you with your car. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not the fucking Exxon. So, but, you know, like I did before, they backed out of my driveway, called the police. They caught them down there, well, getting gas at the Exxon. <laughs> And so they were, they had stopped at multiple people's houses, probably to do nefarious shit. I'll tell one more story and then I've got to get off here. But the fact of the matter is these these um, these studies are, are bogus. I, I don't understand where they get these these studies, but even Harvard Education, even Harvard, in this study here, and I'm gonna link, I'm gonna put the links down below. But I'm also gonna put the CDC study. Is down below so that you can see the actual statistics coming from the government. G generally, 60 to 2.5 million people use firearms as self-protection. And that's just, that's just a fact, okay? Firearms are used more often to intimidate than self-defense. Well, at least they got that particular right. But they're, they're, they're distinguishing between intimidation and self-defense. Let me tell you something, folks. When you're a cop, you're trained to use deadly force to stop the threat. That's what it's for, to stop the threat. If you if you pull that weapon out and they put their hands up and they drop their weapon, 
That's self-defense. You've stopped the threat. That's what you've done. If they run off, I'm not going to chase somebody trying to burglarize my house. I'm not the cop. I'm not the police anymore. If I brandish that weapon and his ass runs off, mission accomplished. <clears throat> police can go chase his ass down. I'm not. As long as he's not threatening me or my family, eh, whatever. That's not my job. It's not my job to chase him down. So the point being is this. Using data from the National Random Digit Dial Telephone Survey conducted under the direction of Harvard Injury Control Center, we examined the extent and nature of offensive gun use. Offensive gun use? Huh? I thought it was self-defense. Anyway, we found that firearms are used far more often to frighten and intimidate than they are to use, are used in self-defense. All reported cases of criminal use, gun use, as well as many of the so-called self-defense gun uses appear to be socially undesirable. So-called. Anytime you use so-called, like I did as a pun in my description, you're, you're, you already got a pre-notioned idea. Harvard already has an anti-gun stance, so they have a pre-notioned idea and their study is worthless. Listen to the CDC. Listen to the government statistics. The fact is, intimidating someone to get off your property and not rob you is self-defense. You don't have to kill somebody. And I would prefer that you didn't. Um, but you, 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 you use that deadly weapon to stop the threat. You don't use it as, as an automatic uh, kill trigger button. It, it, it's not that's not what it's for uh, police do it all the time when people have firearms they point them they scream at them drop the weapon drop the weapon drop the weapon you're going to fucking die if you don't drop the weapon and a lot of times they'll drop the weapon and they should and that's self-defense especially if it's not the cops that's being the uh the ones trying to get someone in custody Folks, these are misleading studies. I'm sorry, but Harvard's, eh, they ought to get the Dumbass of the Year award for this because that's not true. At least they did say they tried to distinguish between intimidating a suspect or somebody and self-defense. Well, both are the same. If someone's fixing to drag a woman into her car and I whip out my gun and I tell him, let her go, did I not just defend this woman? And he lets her go without getting shot and runs off. They catch him later or don't catch him, whatever. But did I not defend this this lady? Of course I did. These are just misleading studies. I'm sorry. They, they, they just are. Listen to what the CDC says. 60 between, I believe it was 60 and let me, let me, let me look at the, let me make sure I got the facts right on this. But I believe it's 60 to, um. Yeah, 60 to 2.5 million. 60,000 to 2.5 million. But look at the study for yourself. Don't take my word for it. But these are just two of an example of anti-gun uh, bias. I mean, and I don't think, last I looked in Mississippi, our, our firearms permit, I don't think there's ever been a permit-carrying holder that has um, committed any kind of crimes with um with their permits, at least the last time I looked. It might have changed since then. Do your own due diligence. This is an opinion show. This is my opinion. I look at what they 
they said, and I look at my own life experiences, and uh, and, and then I go from there, you know. Um, so, you know, make your do your own due diligence when you're listening to anybody, because whether it be me, whether it be Harvard, whether it be whoever, do your own due diligence, because it's important that you get all the facts. And you take the totality of the information, which the obviously the CDC did, and um, be safe, uh, because a lot of times firearms are a deterrent. They criminals, like I said before, they want to take the path of least resistance. They they do not want to. Um, they don't they they don't want to do that. They don't want to. Um, uh, encounter someone with a firearm. They would much rather, a lot of times, especially if it's burglars, they'd much rather nobody be home so they can just in and out. I mean, I've seen videos of uh, burglars breaking into houses, petting the dog, giving him a treat. Big dog, too. And you have to watch that, too, because you, your, your, your friend, he may, ha- he may be a Rottweiler, he may be a pit bull, he may be a lot of things. But unless he's a trained dog to protect your premise, he is your alert mechanism. He is not your protector. Because I have a half shepherd and half lab, and he's very he's very aggressive. And he uh, there was someone jumped over my fence and ran through my backyard. Why this idiot did that? He didn't stop to get his hat though. That's a little different. And all three all three of my dogs. Two of them flanked him on this side, and Jake was chasing him on this side. He actually he actually uh, uh, made it over the back fence before they got him. And he's a, he's an aggressive dog, and he's not very much intimidated. But that's his backyard. That's that's where it is. Outside of the backyard, it's not that he's not that uh, intimidated. Intimidating. He don't even bark at the neighbors. If he's in the backyard, that's because that's how he was raised. He was raised, that's his protected area, and that's what he's going to defend. And he will do that till the death. But And he's an aggressive big dog. He's about 150 pounds. And uh, But anyway, but if you have one inside and someone breaks in, it's, very, it's not uncommon for your big, massive mastiff to just lay down and show his belly. It's just because of the way he's raised. And how you've trained him or how he's been trained. Um, If he don't know to protect and he's not been trained to protect, don't be surprised if he won't not protect. Um, But he will alert you. Now, I have a little dog, about 10 pounds, and I call her the little psycho because she is absolutely psychotic. She's, I don't know what she is, fox terrier, the chihuahua. If If she was 100 pounds, I'd be scared of her. Anyway, I'm going to do it for that. And, uh, guys, anyway, thanks for watching the show. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Hit the notification bell. We're going to have shows every morning. I'm going to do them every morning before I go to work because I enjoy it. I do. And uh, you guys save on a therapist Um, because I get to vent at what I read. If YouTube don't take it down, well, it'll be up on Rumble, too. You can can visit us on Rumble or go to charlesgrum.com, charlesgrum.com. It'll be on our podcast. Uh, you can you can hear it there, if, just in case we get taken down by YouTube. I don't care. But anyway, see you. And uh, leave comments down below. I don't delete them. And uh, I'll see you on the next video. Bye-bye.